Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. All right, God bless you. God bless you. We are truly grateful to the Lord today. Amen. God is so good and we can't thank him enough. Uh, for his unspeakable uh, grace and mercy that he had bestowed upon us. Well, you have your Bible. We're going to get right into uh, the word of the Lord. Hope not to be very long uh, today, but I'm going to give you what the Lord put up on my heart. And today's lesson is going to be a lesson about uh, forgiveness. Answer, and God answering our prayer. I want to show you that uh, the key to our prayers being answered is uh, a forgiving heart. That's what we want to talk about today. The key to our prayers being answered is having a forgiving heart toward others. Our friends, our neighbor, whoever it might be, our family, whoever it might be. Uh, so so many times, uh, the key to being our, our prayers being answered is, as I said, a forgiving heart. So many times, prayers haven't been answered. There's a reason why these prayers are being held up. And we're going to Look at the word of the Lord on this morning. I just want to show you here, starting in the book of St. Mark. St. Mark, the 11th chapter. Okay, just follow along with me if you will, please. Uh, St. Mark, the 11th chapter. And taking a look at verse number 12, I'm going to read down uh, from verse 12 uh, through verse number 26. Okay? Y'all got that? Okay. Mark 11, verse number 12. And it says right here. Now, on tomorrow, on tomorrow, when they was come from Bethany, he was hungry. Now, it's talking about Jesus. He, he and his disciples, as they were traveling uh, from one city to the next, on the way from Bethany, uh, the Bible said he was hungry. Jesus was. And seeing a fig tree afar off, uh, having leaves, he came. If happily he might find anything thereon, and when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. Now, here it is our Lord and Savior was traveling, come up on this particular tree, a matter of fact, a fig tree, and he was hungry, hoping that he could uh, get something off the tree to uh, maybe curb his appetite. Of course, it wasn't a full course meal, but when you're hungry, anything will tie you over until you can get the full course. So he come here to this fig tree, hoping that he might find something there. And the Bible said when he found nothing but leaves. Isn't that something? Nothing on this tree but leaves for the time of the figs was not yet. Okay, well, a lot of people's lives are just like that. Sometimes people come into your lives and in other words, uh, they're empty. Yeah, man, about their life is just so empty. I, I run into so many people nowadays. Their life uh, is empty. Can't find nothing. No substance are there. And so, like Jesus found no figs on this tree, just leaves, leaves, leaves. Well, he said, for the time of the figs was not yet cast. Now, look at verse fourteen. We're going to read on down. We're talking about. Uh, using for a subject, if you want my subject that I was going to use today, I use for a subject, I'm learning to let it go. That's my subject for today. Because that's good for me. Learning to let it go is also good for you. Now, the next verse, uh, verse 14 said, And Jesus answered and said, un and said unto it, that fig tree, No man eat fruits of thee henceforth forever. And his disciples heard it. Now, because there was no fruit on the tree, figs on the tree, uh, for our Lord and Savior to eat, Jesus said, uh, no man, he cursed this tree, no man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. Why? Jesus said, just because I was coming this way, something should have been on the tree for me. You know, that's what, that's, that's what he's saying. Even though it wasn't time for the fruits to be there, just because Jesus was coming that way and he was hungry and he wanted something, something should have been on the tree for him. Just for him. And that's the way the Lord is. You know, 
uh, God wants us to always be ready to be used by God. So this fig tree is, we're going to find out, is cursed and died because the Lord was coming that way and nothing was on the tree for him. I don't want the Lord to come this way, come my way, and I have nothing for him. Oh, I got something for the Lord. I got praise for him. I got, I, 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 I got a praise in my mouth. Somebody said, I got a praise in my heart. Oh, yeah, for the Lord. I got something for him. And I, and I pray it also that, that not only I got a praise, I have a life before him that I can live uh, to the glory of God. So when the Lord do come, I, I, I pray that all of you, each and every one of you, myself too, we have some on our trees. We got too many folks don't have any things on their tree. Well, I'm going to do better when I get older. But isn't this just like the fig tree? Nothing was on the tree but leaves because the time for the fruit to be on it wasn't yet. It wasn't, it wasn't due. But because Jesus came that way, I'm saying something should have been there. So I'm not, I'm, when Jesus come our way, I don't want to say, well, Lord, I'm, I'm just a child. I, don't, I can't really do anything. The Lord is not going to accept that excuse. Because we're young and we, 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 we haven't yet matured. Look, you, you got to always have something for the Lord. It, it, you, you, may not can, you may not can do a great solo, but at least you, you, you can do something for the Lord. Always be able to give him something. Even if it ain't your time to go for full bloom, you, you can do something for the Lord. Just because he came your way. Now, he said, Jesus said, no man going to eat off of you henceforth because uh, forever. And his disciples heard what he said. Keep that in mind. The disciples heard what the Lord just said to this tree. Because, okay, so we're going to see that we're going to come back to this. The disciples heard what Jesus said to this tree. No man going to eat off you. Uh, hence, uh, hereafter, forever. You doom. It's all over for you. You will never bow another fig. Why? Because I came your way. And there was nothing on the tree for me. Oh, my God. I got to always have something for the Lord. Amen. Got to have some fire in the belly. Amen. Something for the Lord. Verse 15 said, And they came to Jerusalem, and Jesus went into the temple. Y'all see it? Verse 15. And began to cast out them that sold and brought and bought in the temple, and overthrew the tables of the money changers and the seats of them that sold doves. Now, what's going on right here? Uh, Jesus came to his to the temple, and he found that people were at the temple selling doves and exchanging money. And the thing that they was doing, it really wasn't for the glory of God. They was doing it for themselves. So. Uh, he overthrew the money changer and the seats in the table and that sold the note was in 16 said, and would not suffer that any should carry any vessel through the temple. Well, Jesus, the Lord didn't want that, and here's why. And he taught, saying unto them, It is written, My house shall be called of all nations the house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. Now, what the Lord is saying, his house, the place where God uh, dwell is set aside and dedicated just for uh, specific uh, reason and specific things and that, those things are giving God glory and giving God praise so if the house is not used to the Lord's glory then, then God said you made my house a den of thieves y'all follow me now verse 18 says and the scribe and the chief priest heard it they all heard it they heard it and saw how they might Destroy him. Y'all see that? They, they, we got to get rid of this Jesus because he's just messing things up for us. For they feared him. When people fear you or feel that you are some kind of threat to what they are doing or what they have going on, they, 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 get it, they begin to uh, reason and contemplate in mind, we got to get rid of this fellow. He's not good for our business. He's not going along with the game. And you think about our world today, politics is the same way. Those people, when you're not with it, they're going to try to find a way to get rid of you. You got, you got to get with the game or they're going to find a way to get rid of you. Amen. All right. Now, no, he said, uh, but the Pharisees, they heard it, the scribe, they heard it. And as they feared him, see what it said, they feared him, they feared Jesus. 
Not that they were just was afraid, afraid of him, but they, they, uh, they understood and thought that he was a threat to what they were doing. And he was a threat because he whooped them out of the temple. I don't want you selling doves in here. My house is not for that. Now, if, you, if you're doing it, you know, I, I've heard people saying, well, we don't, believe in, <clears throat> we don't believe in no selling in the church. Don't sell no place, no sell, no cakes, no pies, no nothing in the church. Well, this is really not what he's talking about because now these people were doing it for, for themselves. Sometimes the church have to put on building fund program to raise money to do certain things that it's trying to do. As long as what we're doing it is for the glory of God and for the further furthering of the ministry of God, then that would be okay. But if, but if it's for you personally, then we'll turn God's house into something else. Because everything come through the house of God got to be for the benefit of the house of God. That makes sense in the Bible. All right. And for they feared him and they said, we got to get rid of him because he's messing with our money. We're going to sell these doves. Verse 19 said, and when the evening was come, he went out of the city. Now look at verse number 20. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roof. Now remember verse 20. In the morning when they came by, they saw that the fig tree was dried up from the roof. Now, look back at verse 14. And Jesus answered and said unto them, It, that fig tree, no man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And the disciples heard it. Now, look back at 20. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw that same fig tree dried up from the root. Won't be able to eat off it no more forever. Y'all see that? When the Lord speaks... Things happen. His words don't go up. When, if it goes out of his mouth, he said, my word going out, it won't return void. If God said it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Somebody said, it is so. So if we can just get God to speak, some we say, Lord, speak. Just a, We need a word from you. When, when God speaks, it's going to happen. It may not be today. It may not be tomorrow. But it's going to happen. Because God said it. Y'all follow what I'm saying? The Lord said it. Now, look, look, verse 21. And Peter called into remembrance, said unto him, Master, behold the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. Peter, I hope you didn't have no doubt in your mind because the Lord said it. But Peter was bringing it back to the Lord just like you said to this fig tree. No man going to eat off it hereafter forever. Peter said, Lord, look at this tree that you cursed. It withered away just like you said. Somebody said, my God did and just what he said. Now, look at verse number 22. Verse 22 is where I want to really key in on. And Jesus answering, saying unto them, have faith in God. This is the key right here. It's very, very important, brothers and sisters, that you and I uh, have faith in God. No matter what goes on in our life, what happened, we are commanded by the Lord. Jesus told the disciples, he said, have faith in God. So when, when the Lord speaks, it's going to happen. So you just have faith. Lord, strengthen my faith. Sometimes all of our faith get a little weak. And we got to say, Lord, strengthen my faith. Because sometimes it looks like things ain't going to line up. You know, it's, it, we, we know God said it. We trust him. We believe in it. But seem like sometimes it's just not happening fast enough. But we got we to gotta remember the words of our Lord. And he told Peter and those disciples, he said, have faith in God. And don't you ever doubt God. If God said it, it's going to come to pass. Verse 23 says, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed. And be cast into the sea. And shall not doubt in his heart. But shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. Now, now that's a powerful statement right there. The Lord said if you don't doubt in your heart. The key to having things in life and receiving things in, in our life from the Lord. Is that we don't doubt in our heart. Don't doubt in our heart what the Lord has said. So he said, and he said, whatsoever, he shall have whatsoever. Let me read it again. He said, and believe those things which he said shall come to pass, and he shall have whatsoever he said. Now, that's powerful. 
Lord, I need a, I need another job. If you believe how he said first have faith in God and then don't doubt in your heart, God said you will have whatsoever those things that you said. We God can turn a lot of things around in our life, but you can't doubt it. He can turn our families around. He can turn our jobs around. He can turn situations around. But you got to believe it in your heart and don't doubt it. You, you just got to have patience. I'm, 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 I'm praying. I'm praying and I'm waiting on you. But uh, 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 I haven't given up on you. Don't ever give up. Don't ever give up on God. And don't ever give up on uh, the thing that you're praying for. Now, going a little bit further. Verse 24 said, Therefore I say unto you, that what things soever so what things soever you ye desire, when ye pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Y'all see that? Whatsoever you pray for, the thing that you desire, what is it that you desire? Well, my desire, the Lord, uh, fill this church up again. He did it before, right? He can do it again. So my desire is, Lord. Fill this house one more time for the glory of God. Fill this house, Lord. Whatsoever thing that you desire now when you pray, there it is. Believe that ye receive them and ye shall have them. It's going to happen. It's going to happen because of God's word. Now look at verse 25. And when you stand praying, forgive. That's the key now. But when you stand praying, forgive. If ye have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. So it's very important. So I, I, I made a note. I'm learning to let it go. So there's a lot of things in life that we got to learn to let go. Now, prayer, prayer uh, 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 is the answer to everything. Prayer being answered. Uh, 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 has been the answer to everything that we want in life, but it's based upon uh, forgiveness. So when we pray, I've learned that prayer and forgiveness goes together. Lot many times we pray. You heard people pray, but they leave out the forgiveness part. It goes together. It's like it's like bread and butter. It's just like a ball and a glove. It goes together. You gotta always. Put forgiveness in your prayer somewhere. I'm gonna show you as we read just a little before you, you a little bit further. You'll see it. Now look at it again. Verse 25 said, He said, For when you stand praying, forgive. Here I am praying, Lord, uh, fill this church one more time, like it did before. So as I stand praying that, I got to uh I got to forgive. He said, For if you have aught, that is Atomosity, or uh, 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 some type of bitterness in your heart toward someone or, or uh, for something that they done. You know, you got to as you stand praying for those things coming to your life. You got to have a forgiving heart. He said, "For uh, that your Father also, which is in heaven, uh, may forgive you your trespasses." Look, notice verse twenty-six. But here it is: if you do not forgive, there it is. Uh, neither will your father which is in heaven forgive your trespass. Now, now our world, this world is, is apparently, it's, it's, it's just uh, inherently evil. We heard people say many, many terrible things that they shouldn't say in this world. Like, like I said, I, I, I've heard people, people have done some terrible things in life to people. And I've heard people say, I never forgive him. That's the way of the world. Oh, he asked for forgiveness, well, forgive. See, I never forgive him. That's 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 wrong. That's ne that's 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 wrong, brothers and sisters. You 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 can't hold. I don't care if he committed many many murders. I don't care uh, what what he done to wrong people. When folk ask for forgiveness, you gotta let it go. It's a hurting thing. Say somebody raped a member of your family, or or or, or you yourself, or just some terrible thing happened. But when a person asks for forgiveness, as hard as it may be, you gotta let it go. I mean, I've seen it on TV. I've seen people shot folks' son and kill their family members, and even during the trial, uh, that I've seen a parent have enough a uh, 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 God in them to say, "I forgive you for what you've done." 
But now the person still got to pay. You know, you got to pay the penalty for what you've done. But those, those, those people, but they, I know that parent, that mom and that dad, they had enough guard them say, I forgive you for uh, taking my son's life. Now that's God right there. That, that's a lot of God right there for a person to say that. Everybody won't do it. Some people, they, they'll hate that boy uh, for, from now on for, for, for killing their child. But, but this is the wrong concept, the wrong mentality to have if we want to be forgiven ourselves. Just know, now, now the person that said, well, you took my son, my daughter away, I'll never forgive you. Well, God is saying, I'll never forgive you. You, you sealing your fate. And this is not the teaching of our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. I'm saying as, as hard as it may be. Somebody said, well, Thomas, if you come to your house, as hard as it may be, the God thing to do is what? What the Lord said. Forgive. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Now notice what he said. Look back at it. He said for 26, for if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive you your trespass. All right, now let's go just a little bit further. Now, uh, uh, prayer, prayer has everything to do with forgiveness. Holding animosity and bitterness stop progress dead in its tracks. That is so true. Holding animosity and unforgiveness and bitterness, okay, it stops progress. And nobody want to stop progress. You don't want to stop the progress and you don't want to, uh, uh, you know, you don't want to stop God's blessings from coming into your life. Forgiveness many times is not for the other person. Many times I see forgiveness is for you. You really freeing yourself. You freeing yourself. And so many folks, they don't even want to free their own self. Lord, set me free. Set me free. I, I just want to be free. Free to think right. Free to, free to go forth with my life and free to go on. So it's really, I'm, I'm, I'm helping myself. Go with me just a little bit further now to the book of Matthews, St. Matthews. I'm learning, I'm learning to let it go. So many people have gone to the grave hurting, hating people. I'm going to the grave hating him and hating her. For what they did. This is the wrong. This is the wrong uh, ideology. The wrong concept that, that we have. Uh, St. Matthew the 18th chapter. We're talking about. We learn it to let it go. St. Matthew 18th chapter. Now look at verse number 15. Now, now, now this is. We're teaching. This, this is the teaching of Jesus. St. Matthew 18 and verse number 15. Y'all see it? Here's here what the Lord said. I'm saying uh, sin, sin, and for, uh, 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 prayer, and, and, and sin, and forgiveness, all this go together. It's a package deal. So when we pray, even when you, when you say your prayers at night or, or the morning time, always as you co conclude your prayer and thankful to God for things, always include the Father, forgive me for my sin. If I've done anything wrong, forgive me. You know, you got you to put all that in. You just can't say a long, beautiful prayer and nowhere in that prayer you ask for forgiveness for your neighbors, forgiveness for yourself. You, you got to put it in there. And I find too many people, I've heard too many prayers, and forgiveness was never, nowhere near in sight. You remember when Jesus was on the cross and they'd done what they'd done to our Lord, when they pierced him in the side, one of the words that he said, he said what? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So always in the prayer, you got to insert forgiveness for yourself and for others. It got to be in there. Okay, y'all follow what I'm saying? Now, Matthew 18 and verse number 15. Now, check this out. Uh, Moreover, if thy brother shall trespass against you, thee, that, that mean you, go and tell him his fault between him, uh, between thee and him alone. All right? And if he shall hear thee, thou hast gained thy brother. Now, God has given us an order, the order in which to do things. When somebody do you wrong, the Lord said, go tell him. 
Go tell the brother that done you wrong. Go tell the sister that done you wrong. Between you, it don't don't put it in the newspaper now. You go to that individual and y'all work, work it out. Somebody said work it out. Go to the individual and work it out. Don't call. Don't call the lady down the street. Don't call your neighbor around the corner. Don't call everybody. But if somebody do you wrong, you first of all, the first thing to do is go to that in the person. That go to that individual. You, you're not afraid of him, are you? You're not afraid of her. Go to the individual and, 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 and bring up whatever it is that, 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 uh, that offended you to that person and let that person and, and, and y'all work it out. Now, notice verse number uh, 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 15 said, and if he hear you. Now, now sometimes when you go to people and tell them about what they've done, they won't hear you. They'll argue with you. No, no, no. Ah. You know, they, they'll make an argument out of it. Well, they, 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 you, you loan them $40 and they say they're going to give it back tomorrow and they never came back. Okay, when you go to the individual, or they arc about it, or, or, or whatever the case might be. But what I'm saying is, he said, now, if that individual hear you when you come to them, you gain a brother, or you gain your sister back. Okay? Because you lost them in the dispute, in the, in the, in the, in the misunderstanding. You, well, I lost my brother. I lost my sister. You no longer my brother. You no longer my sister because of the misunderstanding that we have. We, we don't want to lose our brothers and sisters. We want, to, we want to gain them. So if he will hear you, you gain him back. You gain her back. Verse 16 said, now, now the Lord said, verse 16, but, somebody said, but, if he will not hear thee, uh, there it is, then take with thee one or two more that in the mouth of two or three witnesses every word might be established. Now, God said, when you go to the individual that yourself, when you go yourself to that person and tell them what they've done, and then they don't want to admit, confess, and say, well, I'm sorry, let's work it out. Or, you know, I didn't mean it. You know, just get to make it right. If he don't want to hear you, then you go get two or three more people. Come on, come on, go with me over. Uh, 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 come on, go with me, Troy. And we're going over here, and we're going to talk to, uh, we're going to talk to Melanie. She wouldn't hear me. So maybe if y'all come with me and we talk to her, she'll, she'll hear. Okay. And so, now check that out. So I went and got two more witnesses, and, and now we're finna have a talk with Melanie. And now, now look at verse number 17. 17 says, And if he shall neglect, if he shall neglect to hear them, if, if, if that person won't hear, he won't hear Troy, won't hear Obi, then, then God said, tell it unto the church. Don't put it in the newspaper yet. God said, now it's time to take that person to the church. See, all this is church business. God don't tell the world how to do their business, but he tells the Christian brothers how they should do their business. See, this is about, this is about uh, uh, God's people, how we conduct our business and our affairs. And so he said, well, if you don't hear them too, uh, then God said, now tell it to the church. Now we got to have a trial in the church. Bring it to the church. Bring the position, the problem to the church. Pastor there, the congregation is there. Everybody will hear to listen to what he said. Listen to what he said. All right? And if he neglect to hear them, tell it unto the church. But if he neglect to hear the church, let him be unto thee and, and, and heathen man and a publican. So when, when we have our church trial about, say, uh, uh, Freddie, Freddie took the money and we couldn't convince him that he was wrong. So when we have a church trial, the congregation will be the jurors. The pastor and the, and the deacons and everybody, they're going to be the judge. And uh, we got to get a lawyer, some prosecutors here. <laughs> you know, when we get everything lined up, because we're having a trial, right? And so when we present the case and everybody heard the case, and then if the person still won't come around, then God said, what do you do with that individual? Then let him be a heathen. You, you, okay, you ain't a brother, you ain't a sister, you just a heathen. Yeah. That's what you are. Yeah. Because you won't hear, you won't hear these two, you won't hear the brother that came first by himself, and you won't hear the other two brothers that he came, yeah. that he went and got to convince you. Then you wouldn't hear them. Then it brought it to the whole body, the church body, and you wouldn't hear the church body. So what are we going to do? We're going to treat you like a heathen. You ain't nothing but a sinner. That's all it is. You're a sinner. We dealing with a sinner here. So when we're dealing with church people, normally if, if things are brought to our attention, we will hummer down and say, okay, y'all right. Okay, I'm, I'm wrong. Forgive me. 
Let's get this behind us and let's move on. That's the way you conduct things in the spiritual realm when it comes down to the people of God. Now, let's go just a little bit further. Uh, and then it says, verse 18 says, Verily I say unto you, uh, whatsoever you shall bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Y'all see that? All right. Now, 19 said, And again I said unto thee, that if two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Verse 20 said, For when two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst. Now, Verse 21, get back to the subject. Okay. Verse 21, get back to the subject of thought at hand. Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him till seven times? Now, Peter asking the Lord the question, well, how many times do I have to forgive my brother? I ain't talking about a man out in the street. How many times do I have to forgive my brother or my sister that, that trespass or do me wrong? Seven times? So you do me wrong once, I forgive you. Twice, I forgive you. Three, four, five, six, seven, I forgive you. And Peter said, with seven enough time? Listen to what the Lord said, verse 22. Jesus said unto him, I say not unto thee uh, until seven times. That's not going to get it, Peter. But until 70 times seven. Now, when I add that up, 70 times seven, that's equal 490. So the Lord said, if your brother do you wrong uh, uh, 490 times in one day, each time, you got you to gotta let it go. Now, that's a lot of times, right? So the Lord, what the Lord is doing here, He putting for He putting his four. So, so and now after He get past four hundred and ninety, what the, what you gonna do then? Uh, I guess I'm gonna hit him upside the head or something. But 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 the Lord said I can I got to forgive him four hundred and ninety times. But just think about it. Normally, who will actually do you wrong that many times in one day? You lose count. And so. So what, what the, the, the idea, the picture that the Lord trying to get us to see, he's trying, he teaching us that forgiveness is, is the main thing uh, that we're going to be practicing. And he put it so far out of reach that you forgive him every time they do you wrong. That's right. That's right. Amen. You, brother said we, you'll lose count anyway. And, and after a fellow do you wrong one, two, three, four, five times, what kind of person will stand around and continue to let that happen? Normally, just thinking, you're going to remove yourself from that person present. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to get away from you. I, I'm, I tell you what, I'm going home. I'm getting in my car, and I'm going home. And I'm going to lock the door. And I'm not going to even answer the phone. Because no, nobody going to stand for somebody to mistreat you 490 times in one day. So what you do, you get away from that individual. See, that's that's... That's too much torment. That's too much pressure right there. But what, you see what the Lord is saying. So Peter said, well, I forgive him seven times. Well, that's easy, seven times. And after you get past seven, you get on number eight. It's it going to be me and you. It's on now. But the Lord said, no, nah, Peter ain't on at number eight. It's 490 times. So what you got to do, you got to remove yourself from that person's company. Leave, go, get away. Get away from there. All right, and so um, the Lord is teaching us about forgiveness here. You see what I'm saying? Now, go with me just a little bit further. Now, back to Matthew's. Matthew, the uh, sixth chapter. Now, here the Lord is teaching. Uh, I'm learning to let it go. Now, the Lord is teaching this lesson on forgiveness that we all need. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Check this out right here. Now, this is uh, the Lord's prayer in which he taught his disciples. Matthew, uh, sixth chapter, and verse number nine. To 10, we'll read through it briefly, and I'm almost done. Sixth chapter, verse number nine said, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and, and, and forgive us our debts. There it is, as we forgive our debtors. Uh, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is what? The kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now, verse 14 said, For if you forgive men their trespasses, your far heavenly Father will also uh, forgive you. 
But, there it is, if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither or neither will your father forgive your trespasses. There it is. So the Lord is putting it up there. It's right in our faith. If you forgive men, God will forgive you. If you don't forgive men, God won't forgive you. So what is that saying? We got to learn to let some things go. A lot of us all be, a lot of us have been hurt a long time ago by many, many folks. I've been hurt. You've been hurt. We all have been hurt. But you know what? All those people that hurt you, just let it go. Now, what, 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 is, what, what does this mean? What is all this saying? It's not saying, even though I might forgive those individuals that hurt me years ago and I let it go, that don't mean now they may never be my best friend. But I won't hate them. I won't have animosity in my heart toward them. I won't have bitterness toward them. But, but they'll, they'll never be my best friend or my best buddy. You know, we may not can just hang out, but I forgive you. You know, somebody done something terrible to you. They ain't going to be your best butt running, buddy, but you forgive them. That makes sense to anybody? Yeah, we may not go bowling on Friday night, but I, I, I forgive you. You stole my car. I mean, you know, we ain't going to be hanging out, but I forgive you. Yeah, that makes sense to anybody? That's what the Lord is saying. That's all he's saying. Forgiveness is important for you and I. Now, let's go to another scripture, and I'm going to let you go. I'm almost done. Let's turn to the book of St. Luke. St. Luke, the 11th chapter. Check this out. See, sometimes people think, because, well, I forgive you. Okay, now we now everything back on? Is everything back on? No, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't, necessarily, everything, it ain't necessarily back on. Because I don't want to open it up, open the, open the thing up for, for the same thing to happen again. Y'all follow what I'm saying? So it ain't necessarily got everything back on. Because of everything back on, it, it, it could happen again. It, but but, but what, what I have done is I, 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 I freed myself and forgiven you uh, uh, like God said I should. All right. For everything to be back on, you have to uh, prove yourself. Prove yourself that you won't go there next time. That you won't take me to that place again. Then, then maybe, then maybe it can be back on. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Don't let the devil fool you. Don't let people make a fool out of you in life. It's not back on until you prove yourself that 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 you won't take me there again, or you won't embarrass me like that again. You won't do that to me again. Then it's back on. See, sometimes people think that well, you you just you just crazy because you're a Christian. We are, we're Christian and we're God people, but we're no fools. That makes sense to anybody? Now, I'll be a fool for the Lord, but I ain't going to be a fool for nobody. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, Paul said, I'm a fool for Christ, but I ain't a fool for my neighbor, the man down the street. No. So don't let people fool you now. They think because you're Christian, you, you got to give in and do everything. Give them what they want. No, 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 no. We're not, it's don't, it don't work like that. Now, uh, the 11th chapter of uh, St. Luke. Did I say Luke? Okay, this is my last scripture. We're getting ready to go. Luke, the 11th chapter. Now, look at this. This is also the teachings of the Lord. Look at verse number four. Key in on it. Key in on it. It makes it real, real plain. The Lord said, well, verse three, then four. Give us day by day. Our daily bread. Thank you, Lord. Now, verse 4 said, And forgive us our sin. There it is. Forgive us our sin, for we also forgive everyone. Y'all see it? There it is right there. Lord, forgive us of our sin, for we also we forgive everyone. I forgave everybody but him. I forgave everybody but her. The Lord, he said, I forgive everyone. Y'all see it today? Y'all about to read like that? He said, for we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. I forgive every one of them. They lied on me. I forgive every one of them. That's what the Lord said. And, and that's what we got. I'm learning to let it go. We got to forgive every one of them. Well, I forgive everybody uh, but that old president that we just got rid of. I never forgive him. You'll never go to heaven. You gotta forgive him all. I don't care how bad he was. You 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 gotta forgive him too. 
Does that make sense to anybody? I forgive the one that's in there now. Forgive everybody. Because this is, this is the Lord's way. We can't hold things against people and say I, we, we never forgive them. We, we always uh, hate them. You know, that's not the God way. The God way is to let things go. All right? Let it go. And so he said right here, and forgive us our sins. So what I'm saying, brothers and sisters, prayer and forgiveness go together. So always in my prayer somewhere, somewhere before I end it, uh, I'm going to ask God to forgive me because uh, so he can forgive um, forgive me. I forgave those that sinned against me and my heavenly father will forgive me for what I've done against him. That makes sense to anybody? So this is what the Lord said. I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning to let it go. Uh, let it go. It's not you who are, uh, 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 it's not you uh, uh, that's, that's being, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, a prisoner anymore. You, you want to let it go because you, you, you don't want to hold yourself prisoner. Let it go. If not, you are holding up your own blessing. That makes sense? If, if, if you don't let it go, you're holding up your own blessing. The Lord knows I don't want to stop my blessing. I know God got some good things in store for you. The Bible says, eyes have not seen, neither have it entered into the hearts of man. The thing God has in power for them, has in store for them that love him. God got something in store for each and every one of you. I don't want to hold that up. Amen. I don't want to hold that up. Let it go. If not, you're holding up your own blessing. Okay, my other point is, my other point is, uh, 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 you got to let it go because you uh, don't want to hold up your blessing. And, and you definitely don't want to hold up a train. Some people hold up a train. You know what things come in this town on a train? The train is full of good stuff. All kind of products, all kind of material coming to the city on the train. You don't want to hold up the train that God is sending your way. I, I know a lot of good stuff coming my way. The devil, because the devil gives me so much trouble, he just he just don't want me to come into it. But it's coming. My train coming. It, it, it's on the way. Somebody say, it's on the way. Your blessing is on the way. I know it's coming. And the devil don't want me to receive it. So I want to make sure I got everything out of the way because my train is coming. Yeah, ship, ship, it's going to dock. It's going to dock. It's coming. It's out there. It's coming to the dock. Amen. And it's loaded with good stuff. Free yourself. Free yourself. I'm learning to let it go. Free yourself. Amen. I hope I said something to encourage your heart on this morning. So keep that in mind. The answer to a lot of our prayers is that you got to free yourself, free yourself of these things that will hold up, hold up prayer, hold up blessings. There's things that will hold it up. Animosity, hatred, bitterness, all that kind of stuff. It'll hold up blessings. So free yourself so nothing, nothing can stop the train. Nothing can stop the ship from coming in. Amen. Free yourself. Amen. Give the Lord a hand, praise. We, we thank God I said something that encouraged your heart on today. All right. Learning to let it go. May God, may God bless you. Amen. Real, real good. Learning to let it go in Jesus' name. We thank God for all things today. I hope I said something encourage your hearts on today. God bless you again and again and again. All right. Well, until next time, ask you to uh, join us on Wednesday night for uh, our prayer call. Lord's willing, we're looking forward to that. I uh, hope you enjoyed last Wednesday night prayer call. So we're going to do it, doing that again this Wednesday. Join us at 630 uh, Wednesday night for a prayer call. All right. God bless you until next time. Amen. Goodbye. Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all new episode of the Upper Room Church podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope and dwell in love.
Thank you.